everybody black. <laughs> I am. Betting on black tonight. Welcome to Black Mentality, where we aim to intersect our daily black experiences with our mental health needs. What does that mean? Trying to achieve a state of mental wellness in this economy as a black person. And hopefully you guys are now aware that like that's basically the whole aim of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this like really sultry voice, but hey, it's working. Is it working? You tell me. Anyway, um, so before I start, I just want to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional owners of this nation. I'm coming to you from Darug and Gandagara land. So I have a special guest today, really special. I've been. Oh, who's he? I wonder. God, have you heard of him? Geo who? God. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> did, 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 did. You know God? I'm just playing with you. You, you need to. You need. Trish. To be saved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can save you. Yeah. Like I, I know the ministry to save. Listen, uh, you and my grandma and mom have been trying for too long. Let's uh, we have to wait for another another year or two oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so my special guest, um, I've been trying to get him here for a while. Had to grovel just to get him here. That is now, very inaccurate. <laughs> Highly inaccurate. I think you asked once, and I said any time, any place. And you are like, oh, next week, next week. Actually, my schedule is so busy. I'm a superstar. I'm on holiday. I'm in Byron Bay. Uh, if anything, I was chasing you, even oh. though I got the invite. I was getting the hey, invite. You chased me. Yeah. Okay. But let's just conclude. It's been a long time in the making. And yes. I'm so honored to have you here. I'm really grateful. I'm like, I've just been waiting for this moment. Thank you. But... Because I'm still not the best at actually introducing people, mm-hmm. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself. Sure, no problem. My name is Xavier Mulenga, or Dr. Xavier <laughs> Mulenga. God, it's after. I just whispered that to you. I was like, make sure you say it. No, Jake. Yeah, make sure it's legit. <laughs> so I am a, what we call a psychiatry registrar. In other words, I'm a doctor training to become a psychiatrist. Next year, hopefully. Ah, uh, yeah, next year. Gosh, why is this come so quick? Uh, by quick, I mean I've been doing this for too long. <laughs> but I, I guess I've been studying psychiatry since 2014. I've mm. got a subspecialty in addiction psychiatry. And I'm hoping once I become a psychiatrist, I'll do further training in psychotherapies. Uh, yeah, no, uh, overachiever. Um, <laughs> I came initially from Zambia when I was 19 to Australia. Uh, crazy time. That was 2004 was in Brisbane for my first degree biomedical science and did medical school actually in Wollongong. Mm. So University of Wollongong, go the gong. Uh, I was there for four years med school, two years being a junior doctor. And then I started my psychiatry training in Sydney, 2014. And that's where we're up to, I suppose. I don't know if there's anything I need to add into that. Um, I think you're doing such a great job at selling yourself in this interview it seems like <laughs> <laughs> this was an interview for a job but okay yeah no, no. no i'm joking i'm joking no, that was great that's good background because then you can I, I don't know if like the people that are listening are interested in medicine as well they kind of know how long it takes maybe oh yeah don't do it people. don't do it um <laughs> dentistry says, says the doctor. <laughs> yes it says the doctor take yeah. the doctor's always right yeah, yeah, you know yeah, so, so don't do it unless you're patient and have no life definitely don't do it but I guess I, I should throw the caveat, I think do what you love. And mm. I definitely do love mm. my work and psychiatry. Mm. And my biggest, you and I talk about this a lot, Tracy, is I'm very big on mental health advocacy 
not just the general population, but very much in our African black diaspora communities. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. definitely something people yeah. know me at. Yeah. So definitely watch his face because he's going to be <laughs> the face of mental health in Australia. Black mental health, that is. So, oh, it yeah. all started here. We remember this yeah. in 2020. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That would be great. <laughs> 2020. Yeah. People will be lining up to see you, so that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, I believe you. But, you know, like with any service, people, it's not free. Just letting you know. Yeah, no mates <laughs> rates. I mean, no I know you guys, rate. people hit me in the DMs, in the Facebook, what Messenger. That's going to stop. Th- those days are going to stop, okay? We have to go through like GP referral. <laughs> There'll be a waiting list. And then uh, on my weekends, when you see me, let's just say hello and goodbye, yeah, you know? Yeah. Going off on a tangent, but like before we actually start our topic, sure. would you ever work for, there's a service called Docatella that people oh, yeah. can access yeah. through their GP and stuff. Yeah. So it's usually like free psychiatrists sessions i think for two two well usually the f- initial one will determine how many other sessions you'll have yes. thereafter mm-hmm. but would you ever do that i have considered i mean i have good friends who do it so i've looked into mm-hmm. it 100 percent. i find for the type of work i do face-to-face is the best mm-hmm. I, you know that you, I think you they offer face-to-face and they also do like teleconferencing. Yeah, as it's well. mainly it's a lot of teleconferencing. Yeah, teleconferencing. That's what Maybe I mean. Maybe <laughs> once in a while, of like actually no, sorry, you're right. It's yes, mainly it's all it's all teleconferencing. Yes, <laughs> the face to face is that let's say um like a headspace. You can come in at headspace, and then like your clinician at headspace will then take you to go see the psychiatrist via video conference yeah you see exactly it's still video conference and it's i know i think there's a time and place because yeah. then you're more accessible to more people mm. around because we're noticing even with something like covid yeah it's taught us that if you've got if you're like in uh, whoop whoop like if you're in orange yeah. and there's a psychiatrist you want to see in sydney yeah, yeah, you can still yeah. have that communication mm. your therapist and you can still communicate so mm. there's definitely a time and place for that mm. but i think for a lot of the advocacy and especially our community and the work i want to do if I can do face to face, it's better. Yeah. And when you do it outside of that, um, that a service per se, I, I get more freedom with how we navigate yes. sessions, and yeah. I get to dictate with the client how yeah. many sessions we do. So yeah. I think it allows us more flexibility, and we can allow for as superficial as deeper relationship yeah. as we want. And yeah, I, yeah. I like that that control, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I've I've thought about it to answer your question. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Um, the reason why I said that is because um, I've seen a black psychiatrist there before, and oh wow, I think, yeah, like unicorns, I know. you know, yeah, yeah. A big time, and that's why I'm like, okay, I think he'll be actually he's Nigerian, I think, yeah. And most of like, them are most no, psychiatrists, black psychiatrists are Nigerian. Maybe one Botswana, and yeah. few Zimbabweans, but mostly Nigerian. Yeah, oh Zimbabwean, wow, Red yeah, Bernard uh, Shivarai, or I don't know if I'm saying your name, I butchered your name, man. North, yeah, Northside <laughs> Clinic. Oh, okay. Go see him. <laughs> <laughs> You're palming off people. No, but that's good. So he's giving you insight. So Bernard. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to butcher his name. No, I have no, to that's completely phone. fine. And like we but, can talk about this towards the end with the mental health tips. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. For now, mm-hmm. though, um, so Xavier, we're going to be talking about black love today. And mm. what inspired this was... We were going to talk about a completely different topic altogether. It was mainly around the relationship between black women and black men. Mm-hmm. But then what ended up bringing me to this topic is because of... Okay. That's how it's spelled. Sorry, I just Where? showed how it's... That's, that's, that's a Zimbabwean name. How do you say that? Chivalra. Wow. I think it says Shivara. Shivara. Okay, you're the Zimbabwean wow. and you can't pronounce Listen. his name. 
Are you going to do this to me right now? On, 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 on your on on your podcast. Do you remember my thing, the speech impediment? Are you trying to like show me out right oh, now? Oh, I don't. I didn't. Yeah, 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 okay. Wow. It's insensitivity. <laughs> Guys, this is Xavier. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. We're going to continue. Sorry, no, but, I interrupted um, you. <laughs> no, that's completely fine. Um, Yes. So... We're going to talk about um, black love, mm-hmm. and that was inspired by the article you wrote for the podcast. I think in response to the podcast, um, Champagne Breakfast, mm-hmm. they had a conversation around um, the perks of being dating a white guy, and then they had something afterwards where it was like talking about why are you, all your mates with like um, white chicks or something. I can't yes, remember. yes. And you wrote a response to that, and. That's what actually inspired this episode because I was like, you need your own like episode just exploring that and then we can go into the other topic that I was thinking about. Yeah. Because essentially we're going to talk about black love in essence in terms of like what our definitions mm. and how we perceive it to be. Yes. Whether it's actually accessible to us in terms of like our environment like, can we actually facilitate black love these days in this climate, considering that there is a bit of a minority when it comes to black people in Australia? Oh, yeah. So we are surrounded by a lot of like other ethnicities. So mm. that's something to think about. 100%. And then touching on your article, we're going to be talking about the preference side of things, dating mm. outside your race and actually trying to dissect those reasons and the future outlook in terms of like, what we hope for when it mm. comes to relationship between black men and black women. Yes. So we'll touch on that a little bit later on. Sure, no problem. Yeah, so it's I'm really excited to yeah, me talk too. about that. I should tell people she didn't give me any of the questions she was gonna ask me. Yes. She wanted to surprise yes. me off the Yes. So <laughs> but the thing is, um yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so candid by the way. So that's the thing. Um but before we actually continue on, I just wanted to we, I suppose, kind of acknowledge that we'll just be talking about two binary systems today. Mm. We'll just be talking about men and women. Yeah. And that's mainly because, again, this is our lived experience, so we can only um, talk from our perspective. Yes. We can't really sort of like cover all the binary, like, you know, the spectrum of the binary. And we do acknowledge for anyone who doesn't identify with gender, yes, it seems this might exclude you, but the mental health tips are for everyone. Mm. There's a, there's a bit of a, you know, silver lining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Disclaimer and silver yeah. lining. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I'm like, I, I do try to be as inclusive as possible because I do mm. believe that, like, everyone has a right to at least get something from, like, you know, any any sort of content that you listen to. Yes. So I do feel bad that, like, obviously we can't talk from that perspective. Mm. Like, I find yeah. it actually empowering, actually. I, yeah. I love talking when people say, just speak from your experience. Because yeah. everyone likes to be so expansive and include mm. everything. Yeah. And that might not be your experience. And Very true. Yeah. I, I, you, you, if, if anything, I feel I'm more at strength if you say, okay, we're going to talk about black heterosexual men in mm. Sydney, mm. Australia. I'm oh, like, okay. that's it. I've, I've got... Okay. That's a group I know very well. It's true. Because yeah. um, I think... The reason why I think I'm a bit big on like making sure representation is there mm. to a degree is just because of how we feel as black women, mm. generally, like, you know, with the lacking representation. Yes. And often having to almost like sort of being grouped or not, not even being grouped, but being forced to accept a particular trope or even like a particular identity that's not us. Yes. So, for example, like, let's say mixed 
biracial women yeah. representing black women. Mm. So that that's that's the only reason why I was like, okay, it's really yeah. So yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, let's go to games. <laughs> so um, you don't really know any of the questions. Again, he's I really think you, blindsided. You, you asked me like. I literally think you only gave me like three questions two months ago, <laughs> and 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 you didn't even give me a copy. You're gonna email me sample. And no, not, not for the game. Definitely not for, not the, for game. the game. But then for, 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 but for the let's talk black section though. Um, that was definitely for you though. Like I, you, it's supposed to be. I give you a sample verbally, yeah. and that's it. There's no written <laughs> sample <laughs> So that's why I'm like, hmm, wait, what did I promise? <laughs> yeah, did, I, maybe, did I say I was going to... No, you didn't promise anything, but I think I kept asking. Right? You oh, just like, yes, you just yes. ignored me. Yeah, no, I don't I think I, I, I diverted the conversation in it. <laughs> okay, please. Without further ado, then. <laughs> so anyway, so Xavier. I've got five questions for you. Okay, please. And usually with my games, it's there's a slight twist to it, but um, it's nothing like too terrible. It's just that like you have to think about it really quickly and give your first response. Really? Yeah, that's that's my twist right now. My goodness. Yeah, I, I it's nothing too bad, okay, but like okay. it's something that should at least come to you somewhat. Like first okay. thought. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's just say if you say the wrong thing. It's I know. Not, do you have to have my lawyers present yeah. or? I don't know. I okay, don't know. let's just like, go. Let's just say have G-O-D on your side, yeah? G-O-D, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hope he's coming for me. All right. First question. Hmm. Who are your favorite black women? My favorite black women? Celebrity? Uh, uh, oh, I However guess. you want to answer that. Number but one. I can see how shallow you are. Celebrity? Not your mother? Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, let me start with uh, let me start yeah. with like um how do you put mother let me start with celebrity I said that first I'm going with that yeah yeah you know, I always think uh, Issa Rae oh, yeah. you know I really do stand her quite a lot mm-hmm. and I think it's she's someone who I have to admit I didn't think I was gonna like when it first came on because oh, you're insecure just oh no no this like once I started watching it, I liked it but mm. yeah you have to understand by the time it came out yeah it's still in that very black guy mentality thing yeah, we're just yeah, used to watching yeah. shows that are run by us so Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. Will Smith you know the, a lot of the shows are run by male leads yeah. and then when they're usually all female casts a the lot of us masculinity yeah you know we just don't watch those shows even they're supposed to be good shows we're just like mm. oh you know mm. it's, it's women mm. writing this and women comedy mm. I think that did play on my mind even yeah. though I should have known better mm-hmm. but I really Got to love it, so I owed stuff like Awkward Diaries, Awkward mm. That Girl. I read an autobiography, mm. and I think I just enjoy the way she okay. continues to repre- represent black people in her shows. Yes. So, and so it's quite healthy and balanced, and the way she speaks about black love and the complexity of being black, mm-hmm. whether you're mixed, whether yeah. you're. Yeah, I don't know. She just, she just, she makes it more than just your black. Yeah, and this is yeah. your black yeah. shtick or whatever. She makes yeah. it make us seem unique. Yeah, she actually just taught, like gives a narrative that like this is a black person living their life like mm. in a very normal way for them like you know so i really like how she just normalizes hey i'm a black person who has a life that's outside of struggle or outside of like your, your stereotypical narrative yes so yeah see i mean the way she paints struggle is quite nuanced yeah and the uh, thing i also like about this show it's funny it took me a while to see it but if you ever think, look at all the white characters, they're like one-dimensional. I love that. Which, that's which why, I know, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. and that's how we're shown in white shows. Wait. You know, so she flipped it on them. What's, you know? 
Did you ever like? Did, have you finished watching season? Of course, oh, I've okay, watched okay, so much of it. That um, Molly's oh. Bay. Like, what was his name again? Ah, oh, the the Asian dude. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I forgot what his name he was is. Beautiful there. Yeah, yeah, he was beautiful. <laughs> he was. Beautiful. He was, he was yeah, very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I did like the guy mm-hmm. actually. So that's besides the point. besides yes. It's like love. Focus. Team Lawrence. Focus. Team Lawrence. Hey, Team Lawrence. Hundred percent Team Lawrence every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Kendrick was the other guy. Anyway, Team Lawrence. That's what Daniel. you need to know. Dan- Daniel. Oh, forget. You know. Oh, you're talking about um, the other one, like um, Uber Bay. <laughs> Uber Bay. <laughs> Oh my, okay, yes. We watched, we should rewatch that and know the names. We're, we're bad insecure, and we're bad, yeah. we're bad fans. Uh, so she's, she's one, I guess I'll put her yeah. up there because mm-hmm. she's like, in my mind, a new version of Oprah was to us. Okay. It's like our generation. Not, yeah. Not that she's Oprah, because Oprah is just talk show, but the way she represents yeah. our generation's she, version she of blackness. She's really for the black people. Yeah, right? and the way yeah. she puts the platform on, yeah. the thing she says, like, who are you voting for? Everybody black. Remember mm-hmm. that thing on the red yeah. carpet? And that, that's literally my, um, oh, I know. my intro. That's how I dropped I was it. like, I love her. Yeah. That's oh, what that came one. to my mind, oh, huh? Oh, yeah, oh, levels to this. Um, second, I have to say, you know, you should be, you know, mom. Now you're putting them. Because in my mind, when you said that, I thought you meant like on a global scale, who's like making impact. But hey, anyone, it's I, I, whatever came to your mind first. We yeah. just now know that you're very much about celebrity life, and <laughs> I've been exposed. You know, yes, yes, I am. Bit, yeah. I watch way too much yeah. TV, um, and I do think. Yeah, you know, black mothers, and it depends, everyone's di- variation is different. I can speak differently for myself, really good, because she did the stereotypical thing of hold the house down. Everything you sort of expect from this cliche stereotypical black mother, you know, did the discipline, checked your homework, gave you foundations, uh, sort of filled in for dad, you know, maybe did a bit of dad's role, uh, just, just was there for like really sound advice in life. And I, find, I love the way that if you have a good relationship with your parents, hopefully you do. Not everyone does, but mm. over the years, it does evolve into something where yeah. it's no longer uh, you're my son. It's like mm. you're always a son, mm. but now we talk as if we're friends in a way almost. Oh, Just adult good. friends. Obviously, still respect obviously my mom, yeah. but I can ask her, Mom, I'm having these relationship issues. And then mom's like, yeah, you never talked to me about relationship. Then she, Same. you know, then you actually have to open up to your mom and give her the story. Yeah. And it's funny because she's a bit old school. She laughs like, and then you did what? Okay. That's how you guys are dating these days. Okay. But she doesn't do judgment, you know, so that's. Yeah. I would be judging left, right and center. You'd be judging left, yeah, right and center? Left, right and center. Hey. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, and then I think. The third, I'm just going to keep three, three black women, three groups of black women. Mm-hmm. I think then you have to shout out to people here in Australia doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So I think any, you should like the black female creatives in Sydney. I should yes. just speak from that because yeah. I see a lot of them where it's like champagne breakfast, yeah. you know, there's this, I don't know if you know this black mentality show as well. <laughs> um, there's so many, I keep even the other, the, the people are just Who's out. and Tibbs? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. Vanessa and Jillian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the actors, like, we've got more blessings, we've yes. got a bube, yes. we've got people, Chica, mm-hmm. you know, I can list a whole bunch, yeah, and I yeah. think they're really pushing it forward, and I think we should never forget about just the local talent we yeah. have, and people who are doing it here, because yes. it's yes. very easy to be, they're doing this in America, or even doing things yes. back home, and mm-hmm. I'm always conscious that we've, I've got more influence here, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Sydney, so mm-hmm. it's good to focus then, so maybe I'll just put those three, yeah. it's kind of a bit vague, but yeah, you, let's give it that. No, that's a that's a great point, and I think it's um a great end to this question. <laughs> <laughs> you did get me though. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Don't worry. Um, 
I was joking earlier, just in case if anyone thinks um, I was being serious. I was not judging Xavier for his choices. No, nah, that's okay. I'm if you choosing were, that's celebrities okay. over mothers, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would be like, once again, the African mother's forgotten. <laughs> My mom always jokes about that, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, second question. Name three non-physical features that you love about black women. Hmm, that's easy. Intelligence. Mm-hmm. Definitely comes up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whether I'm biased because my mom was always like that. And I just, my whole life, I've just associated with many intelligent black women. Mm-hmm. And I guess even going to the sciences and mm. tons of women there, and she, black women and yeah. even medicine. Not, mm. not many black people, but the black women who are there, they're mm. definitely mm. intellect. And by that, I mean not just book smart as well. Mm. Able to be book smart. That's amazing. You can yeah. do your job, whatever. Yeah. But also able to pass that skill on to how you're managing finances, mm. your house, mm-hmm. and just just basically how they yeah. debate. So that's definitely one. Mm. Um, I think also, I, I don't know, empathy, mm. to be honest, because a lot of black women have that. Mm. And I can only speak from my experience, a lot of mm. black women who have had to, I want to say, deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> you used the word. Yeah, I used the word. I guess I was going to be as strong as possible, ranging from your mom to my sister to mm. people who have bad relationships with whether intimate or otherwise mm. um having lots of empathy allowing me to be me mm. i never got that love all the black women who have been really close to me have always been no you be you you've got oh, some wow. jagged edges you're a bit oh you can be a bit loud and obnoxious and a bit too extroverted for my liking but they never try to tone it down mm. you know mm. so that's always oh wow so they wholeheartedly accepted you Yes, and that's mm. something we when they would talk about is with black love. I think within our own mm. race dynamics is when you can probably be your truest self. Yeah, it is quite hard in any relationship, regardless yeah. of the race dynamics. But yeah. being with someone where they just say, "No, you be you," yeah, and go go shine, my brother, yeah. and that's that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. but also being able to take on feedback and not just mm. be a crazy person. Yeah, very um, true. The last one I was gonna say. Happens a lot, you know. I think the way they're community focused, you know, mm. it's definitely. I know for myself, okay. very individualistic. So, like, yeah. a lot of black women, it's that whole thing about thinking about everyone, the community. Yeah. So it's the not just. Yeah. yeah, the collective. Yeah. And for them, it's not just collective of women, collective for the, the, mm. the men, mm-hmm. our children, our aunties. And it's, it's this sort of pragmatic approach where we have to really look after each other and raise each other up otherwise mm. we're not going to go ahead if we don't help each other yeah very um, true. And you see with men but i think we also sometimes get ahead of ourselves and just push career above everything and career is a very individualistic trait unless you're doing something that involves groups mm. you know so in medicine sure i have a if i go on a podcast and talk about things that's good but a lot of my expertise gone out just being a doctor by myself in hospital treating patients mm, mm-hmm. but it hasn't really been translate to the black community what does that mean for the black community okay yeah now it's going that way but i think it wasn't initiated that way i was gonna question that but like i suppose in those settings because like it makes me think about like my own position like when i work in the hospitals or where i i'm not necessarily seeing like clients that are black right Mm. um but at the same time, I know to advocate, like, because that's something like, would you say that you've been able to do so, even though, let's say you, you may not have been thinking about the community at large and actually um, sort of having community engagement. But whilst you're actually in your area of expertise, mm-hmm. have you been like sort of advocating, actually talking about, OK, 
have we done a culture assessment for example do we need a culture assessment for this person because oh yeah, they, yeah 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 so you, you might give yourself a little bit of credit because i think you might be doing <laughs> a little bit of stuff like there and remember like your sphere of influence i'm sure like you've been doing those things i'm being nice yeah you're yeah, being nice, be nice. You know? it's, like, it's like yes you are <laughs> and i guess you're right actually culture influence and i think when you're a person of color in any setting because a lot of the public hospitals like the ones i've worked in were quite predominantly white mm. or in that case but yeah you then have clients who are coming in maybe from the Middle East, yeah. from China, India, Pakistan. Yeah. And you, you learn, for me, it was very easy to grasp, oh, someone who's from India doesn't want to be mistaken if someone's from Pakistan, doesn't yeah. want to be mistaken someone from yeah. Sri Lanka. Yeah. When some people can generalize like, yeah, it's the same region, right? And it's like, yeah. you're just like, ah! <laughs> wow. You know, it's like, because yeah. someone's identity does yeah. mean a lot and the heritage, where yeah. they come from. And yeah. I think you have to give them a chance to tell you what it is about their culture or heritage and even if it doesn't gel with you or it clashes with what you believe mm-hmm. just then give them that space and just showing them some respect yeah. by just remembering what country they're from like it's yeah. the small things mm-hmm. i think as cultural um empathy yeah. i think doesn't require a big thing everyone's like what do yeah. i have to read about this country or learn yeah. all these languages yeah. like, no no one's asking you to do yeah. that it's just just be empathetic yeah yeah okay yeah. well so, oh like, yeah because you're from north zimbabwe aren't you Zambia, Zambia, <laughs> North Zimbabwe. Sorry, I, I sorry. can't even. I'm like, this I'm is how. Ah, uh, this ah, uh, the hosts <laughs> don't trigger me. You know, I've gone through many years of therapy just to be able to talk to Zimbabweans. You know, so you obviously Shona. No, Shona people are not no, nice. No feelings. No. <laughs> Third question. Mm-hmm. While we're at it. What about your relationship with black women do you find one negative and two positive? Negative is actually it surprised me when I was the most recent relationship was with a black woman. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't listen to what she said, you know, it was it was quite easy to hear but not listen if that makes sense. Oh, so it was you that was not able to actively listen. Yeah, no active listening yeah, at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, that's too strong. But I, <laughs> let me oh, give myself Xavier, some credit. Yeah, I know, and I'm just psychiatry, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, with all those skill set where I do active listening all the time, I think it's, it's funny because you, your partner will tell you something, but yeah. I think it was so much easier for me to overwrite what she said and just assume whatever I wanted it to be. Yeah. So, so let me give you an example. Let's say if... Um, Oh, what's something that can be said that won't be... Thing? <laughs> well, oh, I guess, oh no, I guess something, so when going into, you know, ex's house, it would be something where just respecting, like, where she wanted me to put the shoes and how mm. things are put. She was very particular how things are in our apartment. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's I'm... It's her space, yeah. Yeah, it's her space. But then for me, it's just like, ah! <gasps> you, no. you. And then she she was nice about it, because they always start nice, like, oh, Xavier, you know, it'd be good if you just hang this up here. Or, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not hearing maybe shouting or war cries in my mind. I'm like, <laughs> it's not that serious. But this person just trying to tell me in a what? nice, polite way. That's it's, a really good point. I'm actually mm. going to like write that for later to explore. Which yeah. um, said those associations. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and it's funny, in the beginning of the relationship, I think she used to say, I, you, you're not listening. About certain things. There were certain topics I think I was definitely in bore. Mm. But then the other time she was saying, I don't think you listen to what I'm saying. I don't like this thing you're doing. And I'll be like, what? Normally this stuff's okay just because it had happened in a previous relationship. Mm. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, but that just means I'm just generalizing that she's the same as every other ex-girlfriend I had. Mm. Who I, you know, so one thing I used to do yeah. that yeah. no girlfriend ever questioned me on, she's questioning me on. And I'm like, 
uh, not taking us seriously. So that was one thing I have to admit surprised me. Yeah. Um, and the positive thing, I think with black women, I think allowing them to feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. To be able to communicate good things and grievances with me. I like to think that if you want to have a chat with me, I'm, I'm game for it. I don't really run away from conflict. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I handle the outcomes of it well, as, as well as I want, all of them anyway, but I, I find that... Who can we corroborate this story with? Uh, uh, this particular um, skill set that you're mentioning. This is... You know how they um, say endorse on LinkedIn? Yes. Like, how can we actually find who's endorsing, endorsing this. this particular skill? Yes. Okay. Any black women who have met me, social and known me for the last 10 years, please come talk to your girl, Tracy, and just tell her. Yeah. I know even romantically, obviously. These yeah. are their friends. Okay. Come, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. those are the ones that are better. Actually, no. The ones you've been romantically involved with, because technically they'll be able to tell you whether you've been able to handle conflict or not. Mm. The conflict resolution skills. Hey. <laughs> I think they've gotten better over time. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I have to admit, it's, it's conflict is interesting in relationships because it's easier just to run yeah, away. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and usually, I used to just get more busy with work. When you work in a hospital, it's very yeah. easy to find more shifts to do, stay behind late for patient care. No one ever questions you if yeah, you're staying yeah. late in a hospital. Yeah. But I think the psyche is that, oh, your boyfriend works in a hospital, he's helping patients. Why do you want to detracting from that even your partner will feel a bit guilty when they no, have to i will not you, I work... you work in hospitals so you've got the inside track i don't i don't usually get involved with people working in hospitals so. yes they 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 know they don't know how to ask they don't even know yeah. how how deep it is so you can easily run away from conflict yeah, yeah. That's but okay. yeah good point hmm. good point that's Fourth question. Hmm. I know we're oh, only in the fourth. Only four. You're doing well there, like because it's like you're actually providing more depth to the, the responses. So that's really good. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll try. I'll yeah. try. Okay, how do you define protecting black women, and how does that look like for you? Hmm. Usually, I always think in this. In my mind, I always think about giving them. Emotional protection, you know, mm. that's a big one. Can you explain? Yeah, so for that, I think allowing them to be their true selves around you. So, with a lot of us in black relationships, there's lots of cultural hiccups and different mm. gender roles that play out culturally mm-hmm. that can interfere with how, um, say, millennial women or just people in our generation, we're doing things differently. The roles have changed somewhat. Mm-hmm. So, I think having space for someone if they want to be. Uh, say a boss lady she wants to be I want to, I want to do a study at uni I want to go a master's mm-hmm. even if we were dating I'm, this is what I'm pursuing mm-hmm. and allowing them to have that without being passive aggressive and being like what about our time baby how about yeah, me yeah. you know things like that also having trying to something I think I, I, I do okay mm-hmm. is trying to figure out what sort of labor work we should be sharing in the relationship mm-hmm. by that I mean mm-hmm. cooking meals do you mm-hmm. like cooking do you want me to cook? Um, like, I mean, you, you build it naturally. I don't think yeah, you actually have yeah. to make a roster or anything yeah. like that. But just <laughs> Are you sure they don't have to do that with you? Uh, your cooking skills? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, that's true. I learned to cook a, bit, a, lot, a lot more because I used to be the type of person where it's my turn to cook. I was like, oh, I Uber eat it. I Uber eat. I was like, oh, look, I Uber eat this amazing, nice meal. But it's, it's just not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and true, I, yeah, it took me a while to realize that yet. Just, just boil some eggs. Put some rice on the stove. You want me to remain single forever? 
Do that, that, that won't cut you. Obviously, Trace, you haven't tried this. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I'm just giving you suggestions, but I haven't tried that meal. Okay, yeah, no, that is not going to help <laughs> help anyone of us. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, but it was always like so emotional protection. protection. Yeah. But yeah, because I always think other things like, you know, I always say like avoid abuse, you know, whether it's like psychological or physical, but I think the emotional protection, just providing that emotional space mm. to be yourself yeah. is, is quite abuse. important. <laughs> How about not abuse yeah not abuse but it's it's, it's, it's more common it's than we, we yeah. like we like I'm talking not. about so yeah, yeah i don't know why i feel bad i have to actually say it but we all know that no, there's no, quite a lot of true. Yeah. yeah because it's like um i think sometimes you have to spell it out for some people yes yeah that like mm. abuse is not a good thing mm. abuse will not keep that person loyal to you exactly and um sometimes yes be might keep people staying but like essentially it's not out of love no yeah, yeah. but it's just it's very insidious yeah. and the second part of that question was um how does that look like for you and i think you've oh, already think expanded so, yeah, on yeah. that yeah so yeah. it looks like um being able to accept her for who she is and allowing her to actually sort of flourish in her own skin around yeah. you as well yeah i think really yeah. like letting her lose letting her loose i always think of it that way like yeah. Yeah. just be what do you want it to, to achieve i'm not going to say that hey i want a wife at home because i think sometimes as 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 as, as black men not all of us, let me just speak mm. for me. I don't mm. want to cast the whole net wide for us. Is that there's certain roles I grew up with that mm. determine what I'm supposed to believe mm. a relationship between a black man and black yeah. woman should look yeah. like. Yeah. And it sometimes can be quite rigid from our end as black men. It's like, oh, I'd like it if you're going to be the mother of the kids, stay at home. I don't want you to work and I'll provide the bacon. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. it sounds very old school because yeah. that's what we grew up on. Yeah. So, yeah, try not to be too rigid. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, no, it makes sense. So, okay, not being rigid. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are. I, I think in our minds we don't think we're rigid. Because, you know, I never used to think I was a rigid person until a few girlfriends started telling me that you're actually not an easygoing guy. You're, huh. you're, you're, you're very flexible and funny and a comedian in public. But to date, like, individual intimate setting wow. one-on-one, yeah. that's what happens when you actually, this hot tip, uh, fellas, if you let a woman uh, give free reign to tell you what she feels, she actually might tell you what she feels. Wow. And they hit you with so the, the deep roots. Well, technically they should, like, at least, like, be free to express themselves, isn't it, in a mm. relationship? And especially, let's say, about, like, observations that they might have about their partner yes because i would be like yeah psychoanalyze me too like if i'm in a relationship you know uh listen it doesn't work out that way i can tell you i've tried that approach but if you're like actually like obviously it's the way it's delivered oh, right? that's true, yeah true. so if you're like oh you chew with your mouth open like and it's so annoying like clearly that's gonna be like pissy to anyone yeah but if you're like huh I've observed that, you know, sometimes when you chew, you might chew with your mouth open and then you mm-hmm. sometimes have a conversation with food in your mouth. And that, it it does bother me a bit. But I don't know if there's any way that you can sort of like, like I don't know, reduce that. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> I would feel a bit better. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, I, I find because I'm doing psychiatry yeah. and I do lots of psychotherapy, yeah. the moment I sound or say a phrase that sounds even a bit doctory, they already think like this guy's talking like I'm talking to the patient. Oh, oh so, my gosh. Yeah. You know what? I've had that in my previous relationship. Yes. I'm not going to lie. That's why mental the, health, we, we, we say yeah. like, hey, I've noticed you're feeling a bit. Yeah. Like, ah, ah, it's already too much. You've got it. And it's, we're so used to it because we can pick up on something, but yeah. it's just the way we phrase it. I'm, yeah. I'm almost better off saying that, hey, you're looking a bit jumpy. What's happening? Yeah. That yeah. Being that casual works way better than saying, 
hey, looking a bit like tense, and you, yeah. I saw the way you came into work, you, you yeah. didn't want to discuss this, yeah. uh, I've noticed since Monday, Tuesday, then that's like, nah, this guy's writing down notes on me, it, and, and I think it, it that does sound worse because I'm psych, mm-hmm. you know, psychiatry, so yeah. I found to tone yeah. that down quite a fair bit yeah. and just yeah. talk. I almost have to talk very just very simple, which is actually nice. Yeah. But okay, just say like, yeah. hey, I don't like when you do this. Yeah. It's like then the person's like, why? Yeah. And then even though it sounds a bit abrupt for me, yeah. it's, it's it actually brings about better conversation than if I say, yeah. oh, I've noticed. Yeah. Or it seems like, yeah. you know, because okay. once they hear that tone, it's too so, late. So you, so you want the DBT demon. No. Try to assert yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a, oh my gosh. <laughs> No, no, it's good. It's good then. Mm. Oh my gosh. Last question. Yes, we're here like, we are. We're still, we're still on the game, right? We're still on the game. My goodness. Listen, this game is but then like, and at the same time, game. it's about... I oh, know, right? <laughs> but it's about to get to know you as well as like, obviously like... No, they're good. Asking certain questions around um, your own perceptions around black women. Yeah, you I know. Hey. Right. Last question. Mm. Describe moments in your life or in society that black women have made significant contributions i'll actually remove i'll remove the word significant so describe a moment or um in your life or in society Mm -hmm. that you can remember black women actually making a contribution okay just any black woman whatever comes to your mind I always think big things. So you're right. I do. My yeah. mind goes straight to celebrity and big things. Yeah. I don't know if it's my extrovert nature or just extrovert big, Gemini. Everything it's I a know. Gemini, just hey, easy, you know. easy. Yeah. You know, the star signs. Once I hear Gemini, it's no more. It's a game over for me. Uh, but if there any Aries out there that's or Libras, uh, that's whole, uh, Aqu- Aquarius, I think those I'm compatible with. Oh, for real. So I've been told. Aries and um, Libra. I heard Libras. Oh no, Libra women are great, but apparently the men are shite. I can speak. For I can't experience. speak for. I can't. You can, you can speak for that. I cannot speak for anything. And these are horoscopes, anyway. So yeah. don't trust this nonsense. What do you mean um, it's real? <laughs> I know. We, everyone knows enough about horoscopes, despite them being like, "Well, oh, I don't believe." Yeah. But I, but my I'm Mercury Christian. is in. Yeah, I'm Christian. But you know, this month is a blue, red blood Mercury. moon. There's a red moon. Mercury is in retrograde. I'm like, what does that mean? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. Um, true. significant things I always think big big ticket items yeah. so first thing I was actually came out my head was Oprah yeah. um, I don't know you can't Oprah was just our generation I mm. remember when Oprah before my mom was falling up before she had the actual Oprah show and you know when Oprah oh, was wearing okay. those weight issues she used to you know had was fluctuating with weight problems oh, we used to watch this. Oprah from back wow early 90s like gosh I I just grew up with Oprah mom's always watched it and it was every day you know so yeah. we grew up with that and I guess what I, for her, it was significant to see someone over oh, time, yes. over many times, over yeah. years, yeah. decades now it's been, mm-hmm. have such a big influence on the black community and strive to keep bump, coming back to yeah. uplift us. You know? Yes, yes. And after, she's remained consistent. That's yes. It. That's the thing. Like, and how many of your counterparts are there? Men, can you say I've done that? Hey, today it's not about men versus women. Today it's for celebrating. Are, are you sure? It's black love. <laughs> and sometimes it, it seems like a warfare. Uh, you know, back in the day, if you'd asked me, it was always used to go to Bill Cosby. Unfortunately, that met a sad demise. I know, right? <laughs> that was, uh, I guess that goes off the... So let, let, me, let me think about that one. But you asked me about black women first. Let me finish so my trade of thought. <laughs> yeah, I guess for her it was good because seeing her build up over the years because you definitely saw her grow and I get it more expansive yeah, yeah. and her influence yes and mm-hmm. despite such a horrible upbringing and traumatic yeah, background yeah. 
like Oprah could stop today and say, you know what, I'm done. I'm going to live on the farm with Stedman yeah. and just chill. Yeah. And I think we should even let her go. If she ever said that to us, she's done enough. Yeah. She had done enough back in the 90s. Yeah. She doesn't need to do any more, but she, yeah. she, she still does. But she Oprah doesn't Winfrey have to. Oprah Winfrey Network, isn't it? Like, yeah. Their own, yeah. I'm wow. like, you know, when she dies, I tell you, she's going to have to need a holiday. I can't imagine Oprah dying, you know. It's, 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 Please. Don't, why don't, I don't mention right I know, sorry. Why? I know, Oprah, live, 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 yeah, live healthy. Yes, yes. yes. Um, that's definitely one. Um, another thing I've noticed over the years, I think, is seeing more women in education. Because mm, mm-hmm. um, I have to admit, from the 90s, even in Zambia, we used to have these ads called Send Your Girl Child to School. Mm. Because we come from a culture where male education was put over female yeah. education. Yeah. So if you had a girl, you didn't, you'd have to second guess, like, do I educate her? But if you have a boy, you're like, yeah, definitely send him to school. Mm-hmm. So the government used to have ads to try and encourage people to actually send your girl to school. Yeah. So now, fast forward a couple of decades, just um, seeing women at more university, mm. getting into corporate sectors, yeah. the arts, they're... Yeah infiltrating and it's funny because we some some men gave them the doorway but a lot of the time the women just came and opened those doors for yeah. themselves yeah, you know yeah. and that's why they've continued to grow quite steadily because i think it's yeah. one person building on top of another person yes um and i see it across yeah every every domain really yeah. you know almost every type of yeah. workspace or professional space yeah. women coming through and change that landscape yeah. and what that does is then it makes it more possible yeah. for younger people to see themselves yes. going forward representation and that collectivism that you were talking about like yes. that they really sort of pave the way for other people yes yeah you okay know. Yeah. So, so those are the big ones um mm. i don't sound very general because oprah is the most mm. specific mm. i think another person who i always think about is i'm sort of torn between like being here or being back home because i always think of oh. back you know southern africa like zambia yeah. i'm thinking i need to send a shout out there mm. um Loyal to his country. Yeah, loyal to his country. But it's, it's quite... It's quite <laughs> it, it, it comes at quite a cost. Then I almost think I was on, say, mothers again. I must come back to mothers, you know. No, um, but like, if, if she's someone that's made a huge impact in your life. Well, obviously, it sounds mm. like she really has, so... Yeah, uh, but I, 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 I was going to make it more collective. Like I say black mothers as a whole, yeah, you yeah. know. So they've... And that our generation, even though they had their own hang-ups did quite yeah. well for us because mm-hmm. we're here today and we're doing okay i like mm. to believe yeah and even seeing new black mothers today mm. and what they're trying to have expectations that get involved with more um actually like even the partners they're picking they're trying mm. to make sure they're picking partners where they're, they're saying it's not just your breadwinner or you're, you're ridiculously handsome yeah. you know <laughs> well i don't know if people are married for that before but <laughs> i'm like like Tracy's well, face the circumstance, is like... <laughs> they're like when like if a woman had to marry like you know like someone who's a bit well off I, it was generally because of circumstance they didn't have opportunities right like, yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> so you had to think smart easy you think long term <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I, you know and I think the the work they continue to do just with raising just mm. the next generation yes, yeah. and I think a lot of when I see a lot of my healthy friend black um, black black relationships mm. where I would love the husbands are quite helpful yeah. I've got a friend who he's actually a good cook mm. and he actually thinks he's almost better than his wife actually he gives her I a love run. it competition I know but it's healthy will competition they, will they invite people to dinner I'm just, I'm just wondering oh these people would oh my goodness he, I think she enjoys the hosting part he enjoys oh, the cooking because wow, I think I it. it's actually fun because I think for him it also works on his ego as well because yeah. He's a black man who can cook well. Yeah. Uh, you know, and can when people come, the wife can just relax and host. And he's like, wow. and he comes out and says like, 
Ah, uh, you know, and they say Af- African men don't cook here. So it's funny. It's, it's almost like a role reversal, but it's yeah. a funny one. I think it's quite no, healthy. I love it because yeah. that actually sounds like they've got something that works well for them and they've actually sort of shaped their own relationship at their own terms. Yes. So that already sounds like a great, um, oh yeah, it sounds like a great relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so black love. Black love. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's under attack sometimes. <laughs> Listen, like, still, still very much championing it. I'm still very much about mm. that black love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. go on. Did you have one more? No, no. I was just thinking about, you know, this recent US elections, like, you know, the Kamala Harris. And yeah, then, yeah. You know, it's like all the women who are actually doing, like, really big influential thing like the yeah. opening gates like you know first black vice president you know yeah. think of a person of color whatever they go but I think <laughs> oh yeah I gave you that look I was like what'd you say black 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 vice <laughs> yeah so, 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 you know she is biracial so it's okay yes. to admit that she is half black and then remember how you let me think that like she was half white and like you let me go on like thinking that you for like a better, better day listen <laughs> <laughs> I had a tough day that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think both of us want to listen to what we were saying because I didn't, yeah, I th- I didn't I hold up so. when you mentioned that that was the last thing I remember yeah. from our conversation yeah, no. I remember so many okay, other things good, about that good because I was like I, like when I when I saw the watch the news I was like did I really say that? Mm. <laughs> you know. and I was like she's how no no okay yeah but anyway um, yeah so she is biracial so she is the first biracial woman mm. that's that that's in power at the moment so yeah. it's great and well, like, again yeah. it's great to have that representation but um just like obama we haven't had a like a purely black person and i say that with my chest because mm. he is also biracial and yeah again this is the narrative that's still being pushed on us black people that we have to accept that biracial people are our representatives so that's why I keep saying that. Yeah, no, it's just a big Label one because it for it's, what it is. yeah, no, it's and it comes up a lot, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, it's one of those things where, I, you know, sometimes when you're thinking like black, black, like pure, you know, like uh, ourselves, mm-hmm. I think we then people always give you that hang up, like, oh, they're on the same team. Why are you? Yeah, so you feel we're on the same team. Yeah, no, on the same are. team. Yeah, but I think we we whenever we make we make comments like that, it's not like we're trying to say this yeah. is bad or anything, but it's yeah. just that we also want our own representation that looks like us. Yeah, because honestly, I love the fact that like she's the first like um, biracial woman who is black and also um, I think she's Indian as well, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. So I really love that because I'm like, wow, duality of yeah. representation right there. That's great. Everyone's claiming yeah. it, you know, this yeah. is good. However, it negates the fact that like we know a dark-skinned black woman who mm-hmm. has African features. Mm-hmm will not get the same opportunities and it will take twice as long if anything to get to that same position yeah so that's why i'm like very pedantic about like labeling things for what they are yeah because i'm not no way am i like actually like dismissing the feat that has been achieved right now Mm. i'm actually just being like okay at least just think about the fact that like we still haven't made it (laughs) like oh yeah we still haven't (laughs) but we still haven't made made it it. because like i i'm 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 not keen on complicity like that. Like, so that's why I'm like... Oh, yeah, you drew a hard line. That's good. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, not, you're not, like, messing around. No bargains like yeah. that. <laughs> no. No, and it also talks about color, colorism in a sense yeah. of how, you know, white is right and black is mm-hmm. n- nothing, you know, white is right, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I Only don't. for your teeth. <laughs> 
But anyway, let's not keep going on this tangent because okay. we will end up. Yep. We do this all the time. What what did you call us before? Meanderers. Meanderers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, Southern Africans yeah, conversation. That's My honestly goodness. like yes. we can go on focus. Different. Yeah. I was gonna have to edit this like <laughs> it's no man's business. <laughs> nah, you know what? I'll keep it though because I'm like it's good. It's candid right now. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm sure after I ask you the questions um, about your particular article that you wrote. Mm, we'll, my essay. Yeah, we're gonna have oh, infamous. Yeah, essay. sorry, your essay. Because yeah. he's an es- essayist, he's not an artist. Amateur, yeah. pseudo black scholar. <laughs> hey, pseudo, listen. Dude, are he like writing scholarly papers, so don't even say anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Boy was vexed when I wrote that. <laughs> well, you know what? The yes. fact that you wrote 12 pages worth of vex, oh, it was 12. and that was actually very articulate and enjoyable, is saying a lot, by the way. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm yeah. glad people actually had time to read it. Yeah. I, when I finished it, I thought to myself, this would just be on my hard drive no one's gonna read this but i'll send it to someone and see if they care yeah. then people come back and like oh we read everything i was like you yeah have, you have time to read and so you and other people actually printed it out and then i read it off my computer so i, I, I didn't count print. I, I we just counted it okay yeah. actually people... no i think i read it on my... Was it my no no it was on the on the laptop yeah i read it on the laptop yeah. And that was good. I really enjoyed that because it was like, like I told you, I was just planning to like maybe read the first few pages, but yeah. I, w- I was engrossed. I was like, <laughs> I need to keep reading like, you know, the whole thing. But I'm glad that people yeah. got to the end because it seems people actually did read it. Because yeah. I definitely, my DMs were filled with lots of um, yes, questions. questions. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, today we're going to take questions from the DM mm-hmm. and straight onto this mic. Yep. Oh, actually what I should <laughs> say me. is like, this essay is the one I wrote, you wrote, yeah, just with black men and black women dating. Essentially that was the title, wasn't it? Like black men, white women yeah but yeah i think it was black was um black men and white women yeah. yeah so it was more about interracial dating and mm-hmm. um so i think it's relevant to bring it up today even though we're talking about black love yes yeah but it's mainly around um you know like the particular issues that we have when mm. it comes to i suppose dating outside our race yeah and that's something that we'll focus a little bit on but of course promoting black love which goes into my next segment yeah, about betting on black so betting on black is generally xavion is if you have anyone to shout out um consistent with the topic so for today because we're talking about black love do you mm-hmm. have anyone you would like to shout out or groups organizations that kind of thing that um, you know are doing very well to represent black love Ooh, black love yes i don't know if i say black, black love, love specifically i know I don't know if I can say for black love, but people who are advocating for a lot of healing within the black community, yeah. which I think is like, we are the movement comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. You know, they yeah. did that. Yeah. We've got yeah. when that sounds of healing. Yeah. And I think they're very focused on black, especially in Australia. So mm. black Australia issues. We are the movement is found on Instagram as well, isn't it? So it's yes, it is actually. We are the movement. movement yeah. 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 And really good work. Adam, shout out to yourself and uh, the whole committee. I've got a whole mm. bunch of names in my head, but I don't want to say it just because I miss out someone. <laughs> but I think they, they try and do this thing where we're trying to build up the black community. Yes. And by they're covering mental health, mm. talking about opportunities to get ahead, yeah. you know, and I think in of itself, that work is so important mm-hmm. for black people look out mm. for other black people mm-hmm. to build themselves up and i think that yeah. is a form of love because they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart they're not really yeah. you know they're not asking for your money they're yeah. saying hey let's exactly. try and offer you some information and help yeah. so yeah. I, I put them up there when i say black love i think yeah. black love for me means the intimate romantic relationship between two people but yeah. also the love people can have for their children but also for their community yeah you know so i yeah, yeah. i put black love in a it's, it can oh, be expansive as you want it to yes, be but that's that's I how i look that. at black love yeah for me. yeah 
Hmm. That's a very um, worldly view of black love. And I think most of the time we sort of limit it to romantic yeah, it's true. Spaces, we, so. we do. But I think when yeah. you look at the purest black love, it gets quite expensive. Yeah, it really You know, they, does. they include their, I don't know, for, 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 once again, celebrity thing. I think even like Jay-Z, Beyonce. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Lol, it's like, that's what I do. But even their relationship, it goes beyond them. Yeah. You know, and goes to the community yeah, at large. exactly. You know, to try and service and give back. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just more than just, even like people like uh, the late Kobe Bryant, even his relationship, yeah. despite all the issues that they've had in his past, the yeah. guy was really about also enriching the community. Yeah, so many people, yeah. I don't even play basketball properly, but when I'm there, if I shoot a, I'm like Kobe, even though I shoot far wide, I just get nets. I'm, I'm, I should never like, play basketball. He inspired me. Yeah, inspired me. Can you imagine? But it's the, it's the, that's how expansive it is. Yeah, it really know? is. Because it's, it's, it's not just, again, it's even for self-love, I would say. Like ah, it, yes. When you think of black love, because I think it's a great way to view it um, when you look at it in an expansive form like for me black love uh, we're kind of jumping ahead but like have you finished with your um betting on black yes i, I finished my betting <laughs> yeah. on black before before, before <laughs> I, i'm moving because i was gonna say yeah for me black love is generally like about my self-love mm-hmm. then i look at it from a romantic sense then yes. i also look at it in a familial scope as well where i'm like you know what my family is like oh yes they're, they're, like they mean everything to me like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i'm like i can't imagine not having that sort of dynamic in my mind and i'm like Hmm. that really represents like black love in itself our our i suppose our affection our love for each other affection came later on but like the love that we have and that usually came into in the form of actions like that our parents would do their way of showing love was always to be very i suppose to be i was gonna say performative that's actually rude but <laughs> it's it very um, sorry parents it was about, <laughs> i don't know but it was about doing it was very action-based yes. yeah. yeah very much so that like if we okay aside from sending you and providing all the basic needs mm. they would also be like okay like if you want snacks we'll get you snacks and i found that like to be very like very loving like you know and there'll be it's it seems simple but like i'm very i'm such a grateful person like i've really yeah. like practiced gratitude that much so things like your favorite snacks that will be like that would tip me over the edge i'm like i feel loved yes acts of service is my love language by the way oh, okay yeah that <laughs> yeah. will keep it up for anyone out there yeah. interested exactly uh, yeah. yeah tracy just drop your your hashtag your number email I'm sure. oh, yeah yeah my my email my number yeah <laughs> but anyway um yeah, so you kind of talked about your perceptions of black love. Mm. Yeah, so what you want—it's more of an expansive view as well. So for you, y- yes. Yeah, so it's like, like I was saying, yeah, it's, it's it can be. I think when I think black love, really, mm. I guess it's relationship between someone intimate, romantically, how it passes. I guess familiar sense, but I always think of mm. how you pass on to your kids as well. I do think that yeah. generational passing over mm. of emotional and other values. And also how we look at black love within the community. Because mm, mm. we're very much communal people. We always have we been. We really are, yeah. But I guess the more Western we become, sometimes we do stray from that. Because that's what it does as a culture, yeah. I suppose. So we're very mm. conflicted. But the other thing I was going to say with black love is something I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I do think it allows people to be your most true self. Mm, if mm. you're with another black person you don't have to explain so much about yourself and you can be more free yes you know especially you know what i mean like it's this you your culture and heritage um your language mm. you can actually let's say if you're in um yeah it's to zimbabweans dating you're speaking shona in the house that's yeah. your thing you know you don't have to try and 
hide that. You can actually speak it out in every facet. If, he, if maybe in the belly, he's Shona. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you start dating a Zambian, and, you know, and then yeah, if yeah. then this guy speaks Bemba and our languages say a lot more for us than the carry and yeah. the tribes. Yeah. So there are lots of things that carry on apart yeah. that are beyond us. Because mm. within relationships, like, oh, I love you, I care for you, you and yeah. me. But then when you start saying tribe and culture, it sort of transcends the whole thing. Yeah. And in black love, I think that's where you can express this freely. You can yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. So it's like a, that, um, I'm trying to, authenticity. That's yes. That's the word, yeah. Because yeah. Um, funny enough, um, my psychoanalyst and I were talking about this in terms of being, because I'm very individualistic, like a, not, not in a bad sense, but like I value maintaining my authentic self yeah so like in any setting i would always try to preserve that before sort of like trying to conform in any way yeah so yeah so we were talking about that and i was like yeah that's actually very true like is your true authentic self ever um possible if you're not with another person that actually understands you mm. to your deepest core in a sense so yeah that's a yeah. good question you know? yeah uh, that's for you to answer oh yeah? for me to answer <laughs> now i think you, oh yeah now you're asking oh I see, yeah you're talking now you're throwing like actually <laughs> no, question mark throw away the rhetoric um <laughs> i do think to be fair i do think it is still possible yeah. as i raised to have that sort mm. of authentic relationship mm. yeah. but i think you you sometimes have to work at it mm. a bit it involves a bit more work than yeah. you would if you're just with someone of the same race yeah, yeah. um so let's say black love black black relationships mm. um because it's just so many a lot of relationships a lot of relationships in general are the things that are said and things that are not said yeah yeah so the saying part is yeah. okay but even yeah. then if you come from different racial backgrounds the way you say something actually is quite hmm? could be taken differently from someone else oh big time yeah so like yeah. you know i always joke that us from the south like zambia zimbabwe were quite big meanderers when we talk so you come to australia and you start talking hmm. people always re- to remind you get to the point <laughs> Savi, what are you talking about what's that second and third story got to do with the question i asked you five minutes ago i was like oh i'm getting to it even though they might not be related yeah yeah we we don't do um, direct questioning and yeah. I, I notice it a lot more when I go back to Af- Zambia and I start talking the way I talk in Australia yeah. very to the point people are like mm, yeah, I should become Australian <laughs> and I remember I used to think it meant I sound Australian yeah, yeah. but they're like no the way you just yeah. you, you're just so abrupt in your yeah. conversation to yeah, us yeah it's very true you know yeah, and yeah. even when I'm talking to my friends back home I realize man this guy's got a story because the story's even longer back home you know here they think I've got long stories but you know <laughs> wait until you go home <laughs> yeah and you've got just more patience for that if that's yeah. what you grew up with yeah, and I yeah. think then it means if you've got patience and you know where it's coming from sense of love. in fact you don't even notice yeah. it that's the thing I was going to say you yeah. don't notice it if you both meander yeah. Yeah. it's not a problem to you and it's deeper than like just like I suppose being labelled meanderers because mm. think about it like we're natural storytellers that's how we passed on our oh, yeah. traditions oral and history. our history yeah. yeah so the fact that like we endeavour to continue that in our interactions yeah. every day just means that we're continuing tradition you see 100 percent. yeah you said 100 i always think if i ever have children mm. the stories they're gonna hear from me are gonna be it's like we just want chocolate dad one no. chocolate ah let me tell you back in my day chocolate do you know we used to have chocolate after church you had to sit in mass and even though you behaved yourself in mass gosh i feel my mother no no family. you start off with the color brown Firstly, let's start off with the color brand. Let me tell you how that color brand came to <laughs> She is too deep. Then you'll get to the chocolate later on. <laughs> oh, these kids are going to be falling asleep. They'll stop asking for chocolate. Start stealing pocket money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
stay tuned for part two guys um this will be a four-part series with um xavier so i can't wait for you to hear the rest but enjoy and please listen and start a discussion about this particular conversation that xavier and i are having around black love so can't wait to hear your thoughts and catch you next time bye